0: Hello and welcome to the Divine Discovery Podcast. I am your host, Deja, and I am here to share about all things holistic health, well-being, conscious movement, mindset, manifesting, spirituality, self-confidence, and soulful business, so you can transform into the best version of yourself, bring your dreams into reality, and discover your divinity. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about building self-trust and the key elements, majority, like the four ways to really build more self-trust. Because self-trust is one of the biggest components when it comes to your own self-worth, when it comes to your own confidence in yourself as well. And self-trust, like if, if you can trust yourself fully, completely without any doubt it helps you to actually have more depth in your relationships with others it helps you to trust deeper in your relationships with others as well it helps you to to make more decisions with ease and when you can make decisions like on the spot a lot of the time when you have more self-trust you halt decisiveness stop decisive decis- indecisiveness I should say <laughs> in its path and you're just so much more able to move through life with more conviction faith and confidence so this is why I'm talking about this on today's episode because self-trust has been something that I've been working on over the past few years I am a big believer that we never sort of reached a point of like where we 100% fully healed and trust ourselves and have always have like rock solid confidence but it does get to the point where you kind of increase your baseline and you can build upon it again and again like building blocks Um, but you don't just do it kind of once and then you're cured forever or have (laughs) unshakable self-trust sometimes we can have universe shows us lessons and challenges and situations to kind of take us away from our center so then we can Come back to it, if that makes sense. And it's almost like a little test, too, to be like, okay, will you allow this to remove your center? Will you allow this to shake you up? Or will you stay in your own power? And I truly believe like self trust is also connected to your own personal power. And when you have more self trust, you have more personal power. So let's kick it off. I want today's episode to be really a short episode. So I'm not just talking about you for like talking at you for like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. I really want you to gain the value from this fast, quick, efficient, <laughs> so you can start implementing because it's all well and good as well to listen to multiple podcasts and to get the information and get the resources and hear from other from other people who are at the point where you want to be. But it's a big difference between listening to it and then also making sure you integrate it into your daily life and implement and take aligned action so let's kick it off with the first one one of the first ways to build self-trust is really staying true to your word so when i say stay true to your word it means following through with your self-made commitments this doesn't mean that you have to if like you that you can't change your mind <laughs> that's so okay because as we grow and evolve to our values change which then also changes what is important to us and what isn't like isn't important to us anymore so that is so okay and it's kind of like differentiating whether you when you do change your mind on something or a belief change or something like that happens that you 100% know it's been changed because of you rather than something external or what someone else has said to influence what you, the t- decision that you're making. So stay true to your word and follow through your self-made commitments. And this also means to if you've said like, okay, I want to go uh, to the gym and work out more, whether that's, doesn't matter how many days or how many hours or whatever, or if you say you want to do some sort of program or you want to invest in something and if you back out on that investment out of fear or out of like oh my gosh i don't know and you kind of feel a little bit wobbly and that's where the indecisiveness kicks in stay true to your commitments because a funny a funny thing with these certain things too is that for let's say use the example of you're going to invest into something whether you're going to invest something into your health or you're going to invest into something for your own personal development and growth if you pull out of that commitment that you've already made, for example, if you're committing, paying money, the money is going to come from somewhere else anyways because you've already made that commitment to invest that money. So as a law of the universe, it has to show up somebody somewhere else. So an example of this is um, let's say I'm like, okay, I'm going to invest into my health, I'm going to go see the chiropractor once a week or once a month, whatever it is, and I pull out of that, then the money's going to show up somewhere else where I need to pay for something to help with what was going to help me with at the chiropractor or something like that. Like you could have an injury and then you need to pay for uh, physiotherapy, whatever it is, it's going to come out somewhere else. Same goes if you don't invest into your health and you don't pay to invest into your health, then it's going to show up in illness where you have to pay for your illness later. So it's always, always, it's like the balance of the universe, right? But coming back to that of like staying true to your word, this says means staying true to your word when it comes to, okay, I'm going to set a boundary with that person. Then it's like, okay, well, you need to set the boundary. You've already made that commitment to yourself that you're going to stay, stick to that boundary with that person in your life. And if you waver and you put like allow your boundaries to be pushed or altered because of someone else then that can break down your self-trust because you're putting someone else else before yourself and I think too especially as women especially if you're a mom listening to this I know what I learned from my mom from just through her how she would show up in the world how she was a mom, she would always put us kids before herself. And that taught me that, okay, I need to put like other people before myself. Yes, there's instances where you are a mom and you need to feed your child, you need to make sure that they are looked after, but it also doesn't mean that that's a reason to put yourself last. And when you put yourself first, you literally teach your children to also do the same thing and to honour themselves and fill up their own cups before pouring into other people, because it actually makes you a more compassionate person when you're pouring into yourself first, because you're giving from your overflow rather than giving from where you're depleted. Um, same goes to, for example, I watch, I also watch my mum put other people's opinions above her own that she had of of herself so she'd put other people's opinions above her own in in the sense that anyone externally what the opinion that they had of her she would believe that more than she would believe a different opinion of herself I'll use a different example with this too I used to value other people's opinions and what were they thought of me over what I thought of myself and this can also too, you can think of yourself and be really judgmental yourself. You can have horrible things that you say to yourself, but rather than listening to someone else who says, oh no, you shouldn't do that because you should be going to university and get a air quotations real job. When really we're living on a big giant rock in the middle of the universe, which is endless and infinite. And So what really classifies a real job? (laughs) We've just made up that that own rule or that own sort of like, yeah, what's been pushed onto us from society. Anyways, I got off track with that. But (laughs) rather than listening to someone who tells you to do that, it's like, okay, well, actually, I'm going to listen to myself. And what feels exciting and liberating and expansive to me is starting my own business. So it's honoring your own opinions and what you think of yourself and what you think that you want to do for your life and not allowing other people's opinions or their ideologies or their beliefs to impact yours. So never allow other people's limiting beliefs limit you. I know it's easier said than done, but a good way of determining this too, because you still obviously want to stay open, um, stay stay open to new perspectives, new ways of thinking new ways of being new ways of living and have these sort of conversations with other people a good way of determining this if you're someone who tends to take in a lot of people's ideologies and beliefs as your own and kind of mix them up between your own like your own beliefs and your own values and things like that um, a good way of doing this is if you look at that person are they living a life that you really want to live for example, if you're someone's giving you money advice, have a look at where they are showing up with money and do you want to adopt that mindset and have what they have essentially when it comes to money? And if this person is giving you advice who is maybe in a very lack mindset, maybe they uh, have fears around like certain things that, like it's some and they're also not living a life how you want to live maybe there's someone for example they're super not the word stingy but they're super protective over how they disperse their, their money and they're like want well to like they're almost strangling it because they just want to hold on to it and they're not living a life that is having many experiences because like you can have two extremes right you can have someone who's like saving all the money and like holding on to it so tightly that it's not circulating because money does need to circulate not going to turn this into a money mindset talk, <laughs> but they're not living, they're not traveling, they're not living the life that you want to live. Then maybe just be uh, aware of like what advice they're giving you. Same goes with someone who is giving you money advice, but they're blowing all of their money on partying every weekend. Like look at their lifestyle and how they're living, and do you want to be living their lifestyle? If so, hundred percent take their advice. Um, so that's all I'm going to talk about when it comes to staying true to your word. I feel like I covered that one <laughs> pretty in depth and went on a few other little tangents, but follow through with your self-made commitments and stay true to your word. The next one is like really focusing on becoming more decisive. So we often lack trust in ourselves when we question our actions or decisions. Okay, I'm going to repeat that one because I really want everyone to get this. (laughs) When it comes to decisiveness, we often, or indecisiveness, we often lack trust in ourselves when we question our actions or decisions. So building trust in yourself often happens when you break a habit of questioning your decision-making and what decisions that you do make and staying true to those decisions. So next time, You make a choice, stick with it. Even if it turns out not to be the best choice, there's no use beating yourself up over a decision that you made. The best you can do is learn from your mistake and believe that you'll make a better choice next time and move on. So there's no such thing as making like wrong choice or wrong choice for you. Like whatever it is, it's only what you tell it is. It's just a choice. It's just a decision. And by you also making no decision is also making a decision. Does that make sense? So for example, if you are making a decision where you want to go, let's say on a trip overseas and you're like, I don't know if I want to go, I don't know if I should go or if now's the right time, I don't know. Oh, and you're like in two minds about it. If you don't make the decision, that's still making a decision. You're essentially saying no (laughs) to the opportunity. And for example, if you're like, want to go with friends, especially want to go on a trip with friends by you not making a decision, then it's like, you're going to miss out anyways, because you took too long to decide and make the decision. Your friends have already gone or booked it and they've gone. So, and a great way too of like, kind of looking at what decisions are right for you Not that what's wrong or right for someone else or wrong or right in someone else's eyes that is in alignment with you, I should say more so, is matching your decisions to your value systems, to your top three values. And getting clear on your top three values is a really great way to be clearer on what decisions you want to make. It it helps you get clear on too on like when you buy things or what you really like to do in your spare time so getting clear on what those top three values are and a great way of doing this is writing out the things that like you used to love as a kid and matching up what those values are or even like looking at what you feel like you missed out on as a child whether that's like you feel like you got like you you got no travel experiences when you're a kid so most likely our values are created from the voids in our life so what we perceived was a void that we didn't get they often become our values so one of mine is health I perceive that I like my parents and my family like growing up my childhood we weren't very healthy mom and dad didn't really know anything much about health we were just traditional like Aussie family (laughs) living on like Woolies chocolate mud cakes uh, like Milo cereal, like all the sugary foods, all the processed stuff. Like there was, no, uh, there was no awareness around health. So that's why it's become such a big value of mine. Also too, cause I watched my parents get really sick and see their bodies in dis-ease. And it's made me really inspired and excited to like educate myself on health. And now it's one of my highest values. So when it comes to anything about like what the money I spend, what I yeah what I buy, what I do, if it's related to health, I'm like always like fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um, another great way of making decisions too is learning about your human design. So with my human my human design, how I make decisions is I tune into my gut and my gut instincts, and that's how I make decisions. And I need to make it in the moment. Uh, like whether it feels like a fuck yes or a fuck no in the moment, and there's some people too who have a different human design, different authority, which is your decision making, and some people need to take like take a bit of time, sleep on it. So, um, <clears throat> I'm choking on my own saliva. <laughs> um, so learn about your human design. There's a really great website you can de- like you can download your own body graph on human design. My friend actually Courtney does human design readings and goes really deep in your whole human design. There's so many elements of it. So I'll make sure to put her uh, Instagram below so you can get in contact with her, just send her a direct message. But she does incredible work with human design. She We also did a podcast together um, a few episodes back on human design. So go have a listen to that one because uh, that one's really, really informative on human design. And it's a really great tool and to... Actually, understand your own personal blueprint to your yourself, how you make decisions. Uh, it's really, really great. So definitely check that out. And when it comes to as well, like making decisions too, it does build more trust in yourself because you once you make a decision and stick to it, and even if it wasn't the best decision, it's still like oh, like I still made a decision. It's all good. Like and it builds those building blocks with becoming more decisive rather than feeling like you're always in two minds or you always feel like you're so indecisive. And yes, that's, I feel like that's all, all I can really talk about on that (laughs) because that's um, a really good indicator to like with building self-trust is making, but like just being more decisive with your decision-making. So next one, the Third way to build more self-trust is to become more self-conscious. Now, you might be thinking like, what the hell? I don't want to become more self-conscious. Like, that's something I'm trying to get away from. (laughs) But Hear me out. Let's redefine what self-conscious actually means. Maybe self-conscious doesn't mean that you're insecure. Maybe self-conscious just means you're hyper-conscious about yourself. And you can use this to your advantage. So when you are more self-conscious, you can use this in the way where you're conscious, more conscious of the decisions that you make, more conscious about how you show up in the world and more conscious about like your day-to-day life. Like you can use it to your advantage and use it as being like more conscious eating, like becoming aware of like what you're actually putting in your body and fueling your body, how you're moving your body. So being self-conscious can actually be a really great thing. And it's not something that I've heard before around self-conscious. I've heard around like becoming more conscious and aware because self-awareness is the greatest key to unlocking your greatness because that's where everything starts from when you start to heal, when you start to grow, when you start to evolve it all starts with self-awareness. So that's what I mean. We're becoming like more self-conscious. So becoming conscious and also curious, conscious and curious. When you have something come up around maybe, yeah, building self-trust, which also links to confidence, become curious of how your mind is working, what's coming up, what you're telling yourself and just get curious about, hmm, okay, that's interesting belief I have. Where to did- like I have. Where did that come from? Is it serving me? How has it served me up until this point? How will it serve me moving forward? So becoming more self-conscious and curious <laughs> about yourself. And that's the perfect recipe to growing into the person that you've always wanted to be. And when you were the other person that you've always wanted to grow into, and that next level version of yourself, that your higher self that is where all your desires, your dreams, everything is. It's not what you want and you you go after what you want and the thing out there, it's who you are that calls in and attracts everything that you want and desire. So when I also talk about becoming more self-conscious and curious, like look at the qualities that you have. And I mean this in the sense of... Looking at too like if you there are certain qualities that you see in someone else, and if you re, you're like oh wow that person is so creative they're such a leader, um, they're really I don't know kind compassionate. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to recognize those qualities and traits in somebody else unless you already had them within you. So I would love for to give you like a task where you can actually. It's a really great way to build more self-trust, confidence, self-worth is when you, if you look at someone that you really idolize and someone that you look up to, have a look at those three main qualities, let's say, that they have that you really adore in them and look at those qualities and think and write down a time, be really specific on a specific time when you showed up and had this trait so for example if you're like this person is so creative look at a time it can be any in any point in your timeline when you were creative and I don't just mean like creative it doesn't just look like like art like an artist like it's not just drawing it's not just painting like creativity comes in so many ways creativity could be like you being innovative and like thinking of an idea or creativity is also writing it's also self-expression it's music it's what it like creativity comes in so many forms I highly encourage you if you feel like you're not creative look at or even want to tap more into your creativity the book big magic absolutely incredible one a, such a good book an easy read as well highly recommend but look at those qualities and show, like actually link it to a time place a version of you when you were when you tapped into that quality, when you embrace that quality and were showing that quality, because then you actually be like the per- Then you link the person who you were idolizing, looking up to, that you're like, oh, I'm actually not so different from them. And the same thing goes too. If you are triggered by something else that someone else is doing, you're like, oh my god, I hate when that person does that. They're so selfish. They're so um, angry all the time. Like whatever it is. There's also parts of you who that has those traits too. And by you being triggered by it from someone else or you pushing it away and like being like, oh, yuck, I hate that, and that person. It's a beautiful invitation to look at, okay, well, how have I done that in my life? When have I shown up like that? Because often when we're triggered by something, it's because innately we're like, pushing it away from us because there's some shame or guilt or there's avoidance between like that's' we're se- like separating us from that thing or that quality or that trait. So it's a beautiful invitation to be like, okay, where have I been like that before? And so you can have a bit more compassion with that person and also too its invitation to love those parts of yourself too right It's loving not just the beautiful, light side of yourself it's also loving the dark side the shadow side and integrating those both together because you can't love yourself in parts because then you're not actually loving yourself unconditionally unconditionally and like you need to love yourself as a whole a whole human and when you try to just love your little light parts it more so suppresses your shadows even more Actually, no, it often represses your light even more because the shadows want to come up to the surface because there's an imbalance, right? It's so, it's often you need to have the balance of both, your shadow and your light and loving yourself for all of your shades and colors. Anyways, went on a tangent with that one too. (laughs) That's so fun. Let's move on to the next one. The last one, face your inner critic, master your mean girl. So when I talk about this, this was a one of the first steps I did kind of like on the start of my personal development, spiritual journey. Um, I read a book by Melissa Ambrosini called Master Your Mean Girl, and she talks about that inner voice inside of your head that's always like beating, beating you up, always shitting on you, always telling you you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, you're this, you're that, you're that. So, actually, face off your inner critic rather than attaching that to you, separate it because this is going to be able to help you to know that that's not you, that's not the true you. And look at this inner critic inside of your head, give it a name. Mine's called Debbie Downer (laughs) because she's always like, oh, but this and this and this and your shit so shit at that, you'll never be good like this. It's always just Debbie Downer. (laughs) So, give your inner critic your mean girl a name and once you actually start to get like you give it a name also picture like what does this the inner critic look like mine's kind of like even though she's called Debbie Downer she kind of looks like a little gremlin (laughs) like a green gremlin (laughs) Mm -hmm. and now whenever I hear that I can actually separate it from myself and I can pretty much shut her up with love (laughs) because I know it's just fear it's just a protection mechanism and I will talk to him that it's all good I know you're trying to protect me right now I know you are just in survival mode that part of me and it's all good I've got it from here and just having the conversation with the inner critic sometimes like I'll talk to her out loud and like my partner's like are you talking to me I'm like no no I'm just talking to the voice that's out of my head <laughs> so face off with your inner critic and separate separate you and the inner critic Um, it's a really really great way to also help build awareness more self-awareness too and to know that that voice isn't you it's your voice of like that's trying to keep you safe but not all danger is real I hope I hope you understand that too not all danger is real sometimes the fears that we have are not actually legitimate fears Yes they are I'm not tr- I'm not trying to take away from your your own fears your own doubts and things like that but not all fear is real there is fear 100% there is fear when you are walking on the road a car's about to come and you need to run across the road because it's about to hit you that's legitimate fear but fear for example of speaking um, up on stage or something like that it's essentially like a fear that's not real danger you're not going to die if that happens but our, bra- our brains are trying to make us feel like that that it's like life or death <laughs> so it helps you to kind of differentiate between them and it also helps you to step more into your own power your higher self when you separate the inner critic and, and you the real you so, I hope this episode has been really helpful. I've had really a lot of fun com- like recording it. I would love to hear your feedback on this. And if you really did love this episode, please share it on your social media and tag me at the divine underscore discovery. Um, I, I'm often, I'm actually starting to do some shout outs and things like that for people who share on their social media, do like a shout out of the week, and also those who. If you go onto Apple Podcasts and give me a five star rating review, um, whatever rating you give me, or any review, I'll be picking out to like the best review um, of the week. And also to those who share me, uh, share this podcast or any future podcast, past podcasts <laughs> on their social media and tag me. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it served you today. And I hope you got some delicious value from it. And if you did love it, please share this on your socials and make sure to tag me at the divine underscore discovery and connect with me further on there. I always love to receive messages and I would love to hear your takeaways from either one of these episodes on the podcast. And make sure you check the show notes below to make sure you don't miss out on any links for what we spoke about in this episode and also for any other links to find out more information about how to work with me, my services and my offerings. Have a beautiful divine day, lovelies.